Hello and welcome to the My Steel Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. In this week's episode, we discuss the latest news from the recently convened two sessions with regard to China's housing market. But first, a look at the news of the week. China plans to generate more than half of its electricity from renewable sources by 2025, according to the country's National Energy Administration at a March 30th press conference in Beijing. These energy sources include hydroelectric, wind, solar, and biomass, and could be instrumental in cutting carbon emissions from the country's steel industry, whose electric arc furnace capacity has been rising steadily in recent years. China's steel industry was named the country's largest source of carbon emissions in 2020. Imported iron ore prices have weakened in China, with the MySteel port decks 62% 62% fines in Qingdao, falling by 9 yuan to 1,136 yuan per metric ton over the past week. The prices of iron ore futures on the DCE have fallen, despite discounts of 5 to 10 yuan per ton uh, being offered during this time. My Steel has heard reports that many steel mills and traders are waiting on further policy updates on production restrictions before increasing their purchasing at this time. Steel futures in China have hit historic highs with rebar contracts for May, for May delivery hitting over 5,000 yuan per ton in the Shanghai Futures Exchange on March 29th. This comes amid robust expectations for spring steel demand from the country's construction sector as well as ongoing production restrictions in key regions. China's fixed asset investment in transportation surged to over 30 billion yuan in the first two months of 2021 up 71.7% on-year and 11.6% compared to that in 2019, according to the country's Ministry of Transport. China plans to add another 3,000 kilometers of intercity and municipal railways, 25,000 kilometers of motorways, and add uh, more than 30 civil airports between 2021 and 2023. These projects form part of a broader strategy to improve urban living standards and transport across the country and are highly steel intensive, boding well for demand in the years ahead. China's provincial governments have held off on new special purpose bond issuances in the first two months of 2021 in anticipation of a new quota that was set in March during the two sessions in Beijing. With official quotas now in place, provincial and municipal governments are now announcing new bonds for 2021. Hubei province issued the country's first round of local government bonds on March 25th, with other provinces and municipalities expected to roll out their own bond issuances by May. This will likely cause an additional spike to already high spring steel demand across the country. And now to our top story. When discussing China's housing market in 2021, ensuring stability was a common theme among policymakers at the recently convened two sessions in Beijing. While efforts to stimulate growth in the wake of last year's global pandemic were successful, China's central and local governments must now address the long-standing issue of overheating in the country's housing market. Here to discuss these latest developments is Daisy Zhang, an analyst at MySteel. Daisy, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Adam. Uh, Daisy, what role does home real estate play in the Chinese economy, and why is it so important for policymakers to maintain stability at present? Uh, well, actually, um, the property market, uh, the property is the backbone of China's economy, and about 25% of China's GDP comes from the uh, property market. 
And in 2020, we have seen a boosting property market in China. And at the same time, there also were some financial problems from this sector. And so uh, on the one side, we need to control the market to further heating. And on the other hand, we need to maintain its predominant position in China's economy. That's to ensure the stability of the economy. Okay. What did we see with housing prices last year? What sort of market risks has this created? Actually, the average home prices have risen about 4.9% on year, and this has led to a series of problems, uh, and such as the accumulative uh, home mortgage loans in China surged by 14.6% uh, compared with that uh, in 2020, and the widespread availability of Credit, uh, credit led to a severe influx of liquidity in China's um, property market. So this uh, led to the price of second, uh, how, second hand of houses to even rise above uh, those of new ones in some markets. And this has further uh, fueled the long-standing concerns of a bubble in the market. Okay. There have been a number of efforts to cool off China's property market in the last few months, particularly by limiting purchases and uh, access to home mortgage loans. Have these efforts been successful with regard to housing prices in the first two months of 2021? Well, um, uh, actually, we haven't seen a cooling down property market in the first months of 2021. This can be reflected from higher total sales of houses and higher prices of new homes and higher investment on property uh, construction. Okay. So what are we seeing in terms of investment? And the investment in China's property sector is also on the rise. And with total investment uh, rising by uh, nearly 40% on year and uh, nearly 16% compared with that in uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is coming with a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, encouragement from both the central and local governments for, for property developers to develop their current properties uh, by requiring them to make substantial down payments on new lands or to uh, limit their credit uh, internet so that to force them to uh, gain new revenue. Um, it's sort of a demand-based approach to get more housing units available, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, with the two sessions uh, recently convened in Be- convening in Beijing, uh, the government not only made plans for this year, but also adopted a new five-year plan. Uh, what is the general word from the two sessions on the housing market? Actually, uh, of course, the stability is the main direction of China's housing market. That's this, that is to say, uh, to stabilize house prices, increase the land supply, and bring down high rents. And uh, uh, the government proposed, proposed to do everything possible to ease the difficulties for urban uh, residents, for, uh, for young people. Mm-hmm. So more affordable housing, uh, more, uh, more units under construction. Uh, there is an interesting quote from Premier Li Keqiang, who... Uh, also said that houses are for living in and not to be speculated on. Yes. Um, what are, there was some news, and it's still quite preliminary, but we talked about illegal loans uh, flowing into the property market. Can you tell us a little bit about this? 
um, okay, uh, of course. So um, in actually in 2020, um, uh, actually uh, yeah, uh, in each year, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, part of the uh, loans from commercial uh, banks should be used to support the real economy development. Okay. Yeah. Um, and traditionally, the interest rate of, of such loans is higher than that of the housing loans. But okay. in 2020, uh, the PBOC lowered such interest rate. Uh, to stimulate growth. Yes, yeah. to stimulate the growth of real economy. Mm -hmm. So this led to some uh, individual business loans flow into the property market. Okay, so they were businesses were in, were ostensibly getting a loan for uh, expansion or, or capital investment but instead putting it into the housing market which saw you know in, in some markets over one percent growth in sing, in a single month yeah. uh, so it's a, actually a very good investment but illegal uh, yes. to, to use a loan in this way uh, are there any efforts to crack down on this practice mm. To stop this practice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, actually, in 2020, uh, the government has um, taken some measures to uh, uh, to ban th uh, such loans flow into the market. But uh, I think uh, we haven't seen an, an obvious function of these measures. So okay. in 2021, uh, the market has strengthened its enforcement. Okay, so there's going to be more, uh, you know, more, um, more, more background checking, that sort of thing, more yeah. risk management with the loans. Yes. Um, what can we expect uh, from all of this uh, in terms to the steel demand, China's steel demand in the months and years ahead? Mm, well, and we think the market, um, uh, the property market growth, or uh, the housing prices uh, in 2021 will, uh, the growth of the house uh, housing prices will slow down, okay. but it will remain increasing. Okay, so yes. you say that, yes. you mentioned in the report that it's a supply-based uh, yes. approach to cooling off the housing market. So there's gonna be more units built. Yes. Uh, Obviously, this is going to have an effect on steel demand. Yes, uh, and, and the, the government also proposed to build more uh, subsidized houses and uh, renovate uh, the old residential areas. That's right. And, and to, to uh, improve the livelihood of the people. Okay. So, uh, naturally, uh, it will support the steel demand in 2021. Okay, and I think, there was, I think you mentioned over 53,000 units will be up for... Yes. Uh, renov or 53,000 communities will be up for renovation yes. uh, in both rural and ur urban areas. So it's very good. Um, thank you very much for joining us today, Daisy, and thank you for all for listening in. This has been the My Steel Commodity Podcast. Take care. <laughs>